You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. This is your host, Tim Link, and I'm so glad you're joining us today. Today, we're going to be talking to author Tracy Ahrens about her latest book, Sammy Sparrow's First Flight, and also all the wonderful work she does for Animal Rescue, and of course, a portion of the proceeds from the book goes to rescue, so we're going to talk to Tracy about that as well. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. We'll find out about the book and find out about everything Tracy has going on. So everybody, hang tight. Right after these messages, we'll come back with Tracy Ahrens. You're listening to Animal Rights on Pet Life. Radio. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. People say less is more. At Red Barn, we think less is better. It's what you won't find that sets our natural premium pet food apart. No byproducts, no corn or soy, no fillers. Just the natural ingredients your pets need to live the healthy life they deserve. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Try our chicken rolled food as a meal or shred it as a topper. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. Joining us now is author Tracy Ehrens. Talk to us about her book, Sammy Sparrow's First Flight. Tracy, welcome to the show. Hello, thank you. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, tell us a little bit about the book itself and how it came about. Well, the book itself started with the illustrations, and I would say about uh, 20 years or so ago when I was in college, I came home on college break and I had an idea for the um, images and just brief notes to myself about what it would be. And then later on, within the last year or two, I uh, massaged it into putting words to the text. But it's based on, as a child, I used to go into my neighbor's yard and I would rescue baby sparrows that had fallen out of a multi-room birdhouse that she had on a big pole. And you know, some of them we nursed back to health and we, uh, we fed until they got big enough to fly and such. And I've always been interested in uh, helping out animal organizations and, and fostering a little bit, but most of the doing is the um, fundraising aspect. So I thought it would be nice to put this together and help some of the organizations in my area here and surrounding area, which is just south of Chicago. And I decided to give all of the proceeds actually now of the book to these nine organizations that have wanted to participate. So anytime anybody orders, they can choose which one of those organizations to help. And all of the organizations I have known over the last few years, and some of them, actually a couple of them, I volunteered with closely, and one of them I helped found many years ago. So it's helping out a great deal of organizations, and it's raised, since it came out, it was December 25th, it was Christmas of 2014, and since it came out, it's raised at least $800, and it's been a lot of fun. I, I just wanted it to go to help animals in general because it was about rescuing and that's what I used to do when I was a child, and I still do today. That's fantastic. Well, then tell us about the illustrations themselves. Now, you put together the illustrations, and over what period of time is this collection? Yeah, I came home from break, and I was only on break, I think, for about a week. I sat, and I did all these in chalk. I'm an English major, but I took a minor. I tried just under a minor in art, so I came home, and I just did all these 
illustrations and I, I put them away and they've been sitting there for like you say over 20 years and I, I always look at them and I thought I got to do something with this and I wanted to help so and this is what I put together and I decided to to give all the donations but in brief the story is about a young sparrow and he decides he's going to fly even though his parents tell him he's not big enough yet which most sparrows fall from the nest because of that or they get accidentally pushed out tells him not to fly but he he hops out on the perch at night and he ends up falling to the bushes below and long story short as an owl comes along and, and helps bring him back up to his house and then there's a comforting picture at the end of his mother and father holding him so it's kind of I think maybe helps out some families, too, with their children, understanding that there's a reason why parents set rules, and, and it does it does help, and, and little Sammy is lucky that he's able to get back up to the nest and, and be warm and dry again. There you go. Good heartfelt story. So had your background been from all the writing that you've done, because I know you've done quite a bit of writing, is it mostly geared toward children's type books, or has it been a quite an array of types of articles and stories and books and things you've put together? I was a journalist for at least 20 years, and I wrote for magazines and newspapers when I was an editor. So I have done two nonfiction books and a book of poetry, and I have done, this is my third children's book. The other two are the same publisher that did them, and then I have this one here that I'm helping with these organizations. But one of the other books you had spoken to me in the past about was called Raising My Furry Children, and it was about columns and stories I wrote about raising my Brittany Spaniel. And I just put it together in a book to help American Brittany rescue. And I'm hoping to put that back out again soon because the publisher went out of business. And so I'm I'm going to try and get that back out. But I just have this mission that I'd like to help people with the books that I do. And another nonfiction book I wrote was about a family that lost their son to a disorder called Potter's Syndrome. And they're born, a child is born without kidneys. And they carried him full term. So I did that for them. And... Um, just, I just wanted to do it, and they came to me and asked. So I try to do a variety of different things, and I, I like to draw, too. So I, I do mostly detailed drawings, but this one was just a freehand of the chalks, and I had a lot of fun with it. So, And I have another children's book that I mentioned before, and it is also, um, I did the illustrations. So those books are called What If the Moon, and the other one is called Cloud Jumpers. So I guess you could say that they're mostly geared towards being outside, which is where I like I like to be most of all and, and creatures around. So Very good. Very cool. So it's quite a plethora. Well, listen, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll come back with Tracy Ahrens and talk to her a little bit about her writing and her writing styles, and then dig back in a little bit more about some of these particular rescues. So everybody just hang tight. You're just listening to uh, Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. You love your dog and getting kisses from them. But their breath can be downright stanky. Knock out their smelly breath with Stank Be Gone. Stank Be Gone is made with natural ingredients to eliminate their bad breath while helping to reduce plaque and tartar. Just add a capful to your dog's drinking water. Stank Be Gone is only $19.95. Use promo code STANK to receive a second bottle for just $5. Go to stankbegone.com today. That's stankbegone.com. Hi, this is Tim Link, animal communicator and pet expert and host of Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. Have you ever wanted to know what your pet is really thinking? Do you want to find out if they truly understand what you're trying to tell them? Ever wish you could build a better understanding and closer relationship with your pet? Well, now you can. Learning to communicate with animals is a four-part on-demand workshop. 
In the workshop, you'll learn the essential techniques that are necessary to communicate with animals, including what is animal communication, breathing correctly to achieve the perfect state to communicate with your animals at a deeper level, using guided meditation exercises and method to communicate with animals, and how to send and receive information from your animals. So if you're wanting to learn how to communicate and connect with your animals at a deeper level, visit PetLifeRadio.com forward slash workshop and purchase and download Learning to Communicate with Animals. You'll be glad you did. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. Show is Tim Link, and I'm here with author Tracy Ahrens. Talk to her about her uh, book, Sammy Sparrow's First Flight, as well as just her writing in general. Now, Tracy, right before the break, we talked about some of your, uh, you've written children's books, you've written nonfiction books, you've written poetry. How do you go about doing your writing? Is it a method of whatever moves you, that's what you're going to tackle? Or is there, like you said, is there a cause or a mission that you're wanting to tackle at a given time? How do you keep all that sorted about what your next projects are going to be? Most of it has been things that have moved me. My poetry, I had put together over a, a long period of time, and most of my poetry is about nature. So I, I approached a publishing company that does all poetry and finishing line press is what it's called, and they put that together, which I'm honored that they were they were able to do. And I have been approached before. I mentioned earlier about the book for the family that lost their child to Potter's Syndrome. It's called Giant Hero. And they had met me when I was a journalist, and... Um, I talked to them for a new story about their son, so they approached me later on, and I was honored to do that book. It was my first nonfiction book, and it was fun to put together. So I think I'd be willing to do more if somebody approached me for books in the future. And I do have other ideas for children's books that are kind of tucked away and being worked on. So (laughs) there will be more to come in the future, and, and I might be able to link it to an organization or a cause again that can help because I it just it's fulfilling to me to be able to do that. Absolutely. Now, how do you, uh, I know you mentioned some of the the organizations and causes that you've been a part of and helped found. How do you decide which ones to go with? Because obviously there's a lot of great groups and great organizations that uh, need help, need uh, representation out there as well as funds, as well as people to get involved with them. The, the organizations that I approached were those that I had formerly or still do sometimes help with fundraising. Uh, one of them I helped found maybe 20 or so years ago, and some others I have gotten acquainted with actually by Facebook and other people I know in rescue that have worked with them. Two of the organizations actually I have adopted pets from. One is, uh, I can tell you what they are if that's okay. I'm Sure. They're all located mostly in the south suburbs of Chicago area, and one is in central Illinois, but they help people all over the state. So there's It's a Pity Rescue, which is in Piatone, Illinois, New Beginnings for Cats, which is in Bourbonnais, Illinois, and that's where I adopted one of my cats. There's River Valley Animal Rescue, which is in Moments, Illinois, which is uh, where I reside. And then there's Cash Creek Animal Rescue, which has a branch in Joliet, Illinois, and Illinois Horse Rescue of Will County, which is located in Beecher. I have Iroquois County Animal Rescue, which is in Iroquois, Illinois. The Kankakee County Humane Foundation in St. Anne, Illinois, and that is um, where I adopted my dog. I have Because Animals Really Count, that's in Kankakee, Illinois, and that is a group I helped to found years ago for our local animal control to help them raise funds for a new facility. 
And then there's a new group I added, which is Hospice Heart. And it's a fascinating group. I discovered they they take in animals that have had, their owner has to go into assisted living or their owner has died, mm-hmm. which I think is a wonderful, wonderful cause. And they've placed many, many animals um, so they don't have to go into shelters. So all of these groups I approached and I, I asked them if they wouldn't um, mind my help with the donation or donations from the book. And people can just download an order form from my website and select which group they'd like to help and that's where I will send the money and that makes it easiest for me and then if I go to an event I have forms that are made out for each group specifically if I'm at one of their events so that every purchase goes to that group and the whole price of 9.95 so it's close to $10 goes from every book goes to that particular organization chosen. So it's, it's worked out fairly well. Like I said, I've, it's reached at least $800 in um, donations. So, and I'm hoping that it will continue. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's go ahead and give a shout out to what is your website so we'll get that posted out there. Yes. If you go to my website, it's Tracy Aarons, T-R-A-C-Y-A-H-R-E-N-S dot Weebly, which is W-E-E-B, ly.com and when you go there at the top of the page it'll say the sammy shelter project and you just click there and it'll walk you right through very good so we'll get that posted out everybody go take a look at that look at all of tracy's wonderful books and causes uh, give a donation purchase uh sammy sparrow's first flight and choose the uh, rescue you want to donate to what a great cause for that so we do appreciate that hey before i let you go tracy i want to talk to you about uh, you mentioned that you uh, were a journalist for years and uh yes. Want to talk a little bit about how do you do your comparisons? Well, what's it like being a journalist and what goes into that compared to maybe some of the works that you've done in publishing? Are there some things you can pull from from being a journalist to write a good, say, nonfiction book or another book? And then what is as far as just the pleasures and pitfalls of either one of them? Well, it's a, it's a lot more detailed doing a book, so it's going to take some time versus a, a news story. But I have been able to select some things out of stories like the, the book I wrote for the family that lost their son. People have noticed my, my name in the local paper for years, and I have done some freelance writing for the Chicago Tribune. So there are times when people will talk to me and ask me if I've ever written a book and ask if I'm interested in helping them. And I have no problem with that. If I, if I feel connected to the cause or the subject matter, I really enjoy doing it and diving in. I like to research, and I think that's part of journalism, too. It, it ties over into nonfiction books. or I have never done science fiction or something like that, but I like nonfiction. I like the reality portion. So I think those things tie over, and, and the focus to be able to write concisely and to organize is important because I think sometimes people have problems with organizing their thoughts or how they want to outline something. And I'm, I'm more than willing to, to talk with somebody and help them with that. And I think that's, that's helped me. And possibly the connections of people I met over the 20 plus years, people who had written books, I was able to talk to them and um, ask them what routes they went. And actually, the publisher of my children's books, I, I had met a gentleman who published through them and that's how I found out about their company, and I approached them, and that's the first publisher that accepted one of my books, and and I've done all three with that publisher now, which has been which has been great. I would like to have more time to do more things, but I have not, so because I do have a full time job, so as most of us have to do to survive in this world. But this is something I I enjoy doing, and I've talked to you Tim before about my um, writings. I write stories for different 
publications online and in print still about raising my pets, my current pets that I have. And, and that's my outlet to have fun. It's just reality stories about some fun things that we've had happen or some sad things that have happened. And I share those with a variety of publications too now. I'd like to put those into a book someday too and help out. <laughs> and I will. I'll put it into a book and help out an organization or, or a couple of them again too because it's been a journey and people seem to follow the story. So I'm, I'm honored. I do get letters from people who have read some and they've been touched by them. And that's what I love to see is if I'm able to move somebody and help increase that animal person bond, that's, that's one of the biggest thrills of the whole thing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that's why I talk a lot about is you know, the writings that I do, whether it's uh, the, the books or the magazines or articles, whatever it may be, it's really getting the message out there. And the message for me is you know, building the best bond possible between humans and uh, animals, you know, animals and their human companions. Absolutely. So anything we can do to get that message out there is always a good thing, right? Yes. And yeah, it's a, it's a bond that some people don't understand, but if you've had it, it, it's just something you can't often put into words. So I know what you're saying, and I think it would help some people if, you know, we all get together and we start talking about our animals, and it just, it's just commonality that it's just a camaraderie, I guess you could say, of it's just our, our passion. Mm-hmm. They're just fascinating, amazing little things. Absolutely, you know, they're they're our heart connection, and uh, yes. I think those that uh, those that haven't experienced it probably will sometime in their life. If they don't, yeah, it, it def- definitely isn't a complete life, in my opinion. Yes, it's uh, yes. All right, very good. Well, Tracy, well, thanks so much for coming on the show today. Uh, once again, everybody, go to Tracy's website, and we'll post that online. Uh, pick up a copy of Sammy Sparrow's First Flight and help the rescues out, as well as take a look at all of her other wonderful writing out there. Uh, Tracy, uh, thanks once again for coming on the show, and uh, good luck with everything. We'll look forward to speaking with you somewhere down the road. Okay, thank you very much, Tim. All right, take care. All right, well, we're coming to the end of the, the show today. I want to thank everyone for listening to Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. I want to thank also our uh, producers and sponsors for making this show happen. If you want to find out more about me and all the wonderful shows that I have on, you can go to PetLifeRadio.com, click on the Animal Rights icon, and download all the wonderful interviews and episodes. And while you're there, make sure you check out all the wonderful shows and hosts on Pet Life Radio. It's PetLifeRadio.com. If you have any questions for me, you can always email me at tim at PetLifeRadio.com. It's tim at PetLifeRadio.com. And I'll be glad to answer your questions, uh, entertain your comments, and bring on the people you want to hear from most. So until next time, write a real story about the animals in your life. Put it in a blog, a post, a writing, a, a book, whatever you want to get it out there. And you never know, you may be the next guest on Pet Life Radio Animal Rights Show. Have a great day. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.